Hello. Hello, Fatima. Yes, it's me. It's wonderful to hear your voice. Ah, uh, thank you. The same to you. <laughs> Did you get my message? Hi, everybody. This is Tony Khan, the producer and director of Morning Stories from WGBH in Boston. I was talking to my old friend Fatima the other day on the phone. We hadn't spoken in over a year and a half, and I wanted to catch up with her, find out how she was doing, and her husband, Claudio, and their two daughters. They had lived in the United States, in the Boston area, in fact, for about five years before deciding to go back home uh, in Brazil. The story of her stay in the States was one of the first WGBH Morning Story podcasts that we did back in October of 2004, which we called A Better Life. Since A Better Life aired both as a broadcast and as a podcast, we've heard from a lot of listeners who wanted to know what had happened to Fatima and Claudio and the two kids after they'd left the United States. So in today's morning story, we thought we'd replay Fatima's story and then let you hear some of the conversation I had with her the other night, catching up a year and a half after she left. We call it Over Here and Over There. When I was seven years old, my mom was killed. And I saw it. I never met my father. And so, after that, my relatives take care of me, but not like a daughter. But as a servant girl, that's why I know how to clean. <laughs> but something inside of me always tells me to go on, never give up. When I was 18 years old, I get married and we have our children. And when they start to grow, I was like, oh my God, what can I give to them living here in Brazil? They are going to be just like me. <laughs> they are not going to get a good education to help people and have the opportunity to move on in the world. That's when we decide to, to come to America. When we arrived here, we work really hard, really, really, really hard. My husband helps me clean house. He delivers papers and he works delivering pizza. But we are illegal. If you are illegal, you are not able to drive. You can't have a job, but you can spend money. <laughs> and there aren't any door open. I feel invisible to the world. In my eyes, I think that Americans, they live like, how I say, they create a wall you cannot see inside. Like if you talk to me, you can see my face. And also, you can see a little bit of me. And I cannot see in you. They don't let you in. And it's so, so sad. It happened a lot, you know? Like when Americans get older, I've seen a lot of them at the nursing home and it breaks my heart. 
they feel lonely. They work hard their whole entire life. They don't sometimes they don't even have time to see what means a family. To be together around the table having dinner or doing nothing but be together. And then they will spend the rest of their lives in a nursing home with nursings that they have never met. It's oh my god. I'm working now for my kids, Mitali. She's 12 years old, and I think that she don't think like a 12 years old girl. She's really smart. She studied East Somerville. For some people, the school of Somerville is not good, but for, for them, it's excellent. <laughs> excellent because in Brazil, they don't have what they have in here, you know? And she's doing really, really well. After September 11, if a policeman stops me and they see that I'm not legal, they can handcuff me and my husband as if we are a criminal. Imagine how my kids will feel. Oh my God. And I know a lot of immigrants that are really concerned. It's really hard for you living in a place that I say, I'm not legal here. I'm doing something wrong. This feeling, if you are a person who wants to do things right, kills yourself. If I could stay and like study a career, I probably will study something to work with kids. Because if I'm a good mother, if I know how to raise my children, healthy, with good feelings, walking at the bright side. I think I could help a lot of kids too. And I could do a really good job. Not just because of the money, but because you are helping someone when they need. And I know what means need something and get it. And even now, like in my case, we are thinking about go back, be more close with people, more human warm, human warm. Yeah, I think we feel more it. I think so. I miss it. Human warm. I love it. I love it, just love it. Hello. Hello, Fatima. Yes, it's me. 
It's so wonderful to hear your voice. Uh, thank you. The same to you. <laughs> A lot of people mm. in the United States who now know you because you've been on the radio wanted to find out how you I were doing. I still on the radio? You're famous. You made people think about what it was like to really be in your shoes. Oh. You know, I was very sick. There, I had a, how I say, anemia, 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 anemia. Oh, uh, anemia. Anemia, sorry. My yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> you had anemia in the, in the United States when I knew you? Probably I didn't eat as I should, and I don't know what happened. It was very worried after September 11 and after they start to being so scared about immigrants. Mm-hmm. And when I got here, the doctors couldn't believe how I was working and doing everything that I was doing. But I, I'm, go, I'm doing okay. I'm still going to the doctor, and everything is going to be fine. Mitalis, she's still going to school. I'm still going to school Tell to learn me. English. <laughs> Your English is very good. It I all... know. It's no, not. No. I live in a, how I say, in a little town. Mm-hmm. So nobody speaks English very well, even the teachers. Sometimes I think that I speak better than they do. <laughs> what is the name of the uh, little town that you're in? Navirai. No. We have about uh, 50,000 inhabitants. And what what are they like? Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> like me. <laughs> Tony, you should come here and see. What would be a good time of year to come down to your, your small town in Brazil. We are in winter now That's here. That's right. You are winter. in winter. Very cold here. <laughs> but any time of the year that you guys want to come over, it would be a pleasure. You're going to love this. Like tonight, my children are in vacation. Every night, their friends come over to dinner mm-hmm. and because it's cold. Mm-hmm. So I make a lot of different kinds of soap for them and their parents, everybody, not just her friends. <laughs> Do you really feel that the dreams that you have for your children you, you will not be able to realize now? Tony, I don't know. I had this feeling of giving them what I couldn't have. It's not easy to find a job here, so we're trying by our, our own. <laughs> and mm-hmm. how I say, immobiliaria. Oh, uh, real estate? We're working with this, Claudio and me. We just began this job on December, so there's six months that we're working on this. So I don't know how things are going. Oh, going. so I mean you have your own business? Yeah, I think everybody's able to do many things yes, in life. <laughs> of course, and you more than most. What do you not miss about the United States? Working very hard. <laughs> And also, well, being so lonely sometimes. One person said nobody should feel sorry for people like Fatima. They don't deserve to be here. It's Why should she complain? And she was taking away jobs from other people. And, mm-hmm. and I wonder, what would you say to somebody like that? Well, Tony, it's very hard because they don't have the same life that I have. So they are in the right of thinking like that because they don't know what is to have a dream. I don't deserve, I don't wish that nobody, uh, how I say, yo no deseo que, ni, que nadie 
necesite hacer eso algún día. Para you, nadie. You hope that nobody has to go through what you went through. Yes, no, no, no. Mm. Not even me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, Tony, let me ask you something. Sure. Did you call me just because you want to, I say, ask me those things, like, professionally? <laughs> Are you afraid? That's the only reason? No. That is one of the reasons, certainly. But I think you gave me a gift when you told me your story. And the way that you told it let me know that everybody's got a story to tell, and if somebody listens, they they can tell it from the heart. How long has it been since you've been gone, Fatima? One year and a half. Oh, does it seem like a year and a half to you? No. Sometimes less. Time is flying by very quickly, and I, I just can't believe when I look to my children and I see how grow up they are mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's like another opportunity yes, exactly. <laughs> of life. That's when we see it, when we can see that how beautiful, how important it is to be alive. You know, remember at all one time that I told you that I was going to your house and I stopped by to see the river and just to breathe Mm-hmm. Sometimes we must do that. Breeze. Yes. It's breeze. so wonderful. Okay. <laughs> All right? All right, I promise. Take care of yourself. Okay, bye. And, and my love to everybody. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye, Tony. Say hi to Harriet. I shall. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. That was today's morning story, Over Here and Over There. As always, we're very grateful to Ipswich, our sponsor for this podcast. If you want to know more about them, check their website out at ipswich.com, I-P-S-W-I-T-C-H. And as my right-hand man, Gary Mott, is always fond of saying at this point in the podcast. I'm very fond of saying that our website <laughs> is wgbh.org slash morningstories and our email address. We love that email. Is morningstories at wgbh.org. And that's not all he says, but that's all he's getting on tape this week. But join us again next week where you'll hear a good deal from both of us. So uh, catch you then. Bye-bye.